Thanks for listening to the Thyroid Fixer podcast with your host, me, Dr. Amy Horniman, AKA the Thyroid Fixer, functional medicine practitioner, hormone and weight loss expert. We're talking all things thyroid, hormone and health related in order to empower, educate and transform you. So if you're ready to get your life back, let's get started. Okay, so I know I always say that this is gonna be the best podcast ever, but no, really this time, it's gonna be the best podcast ever. Because I have as a guest, one of my health coaches, part of my team, Susan Robbins, and we just jived from the moment we met. I did a DNA test with a company I won't mention. And then I did the, I can say the true diagnostics test because Susan does some, you know, typecasting going through true diagnostic results and explaining it to people. And that's what she did to me. And she helped me to understand my biological age and my chronological age. And then we just gelled from there because we are like two peas in a pod. Are you finally at your wits end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones. They're not even testing properly. So come work with myself and my team. We prescribe to all 50 states and parts of Canada. I have you covered. I've been building this team for years so that I could help you no matter where you are. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes, book a free application call. We're going to go over your current health situation, what worked, what hasn't worked, all the things. And then we will pair you up with the right program for you where we will do it all. You will come out the other side of the program, totally optimized, getting your life back. You're going to recognize the person you see in the mirror again. Doesn't that sound absolutely amazing? Well, it might sound like you don't even believe it, but I promise you, I promise you, we will take good care of you. So click the link in the show notes, book a call today, and we'll be talking to you soon. If you're a patient listening, maybe you are working with Susan as part of my team. Maybe you're in the wings waiting to become a patient and you're going to hear this. You're going to be like, oh my God, I need to work with this woman. But we're going to have a really good conversation today because, you know, Susan and I talk behind the scenes all the time about everybody. We're talking about all of you and all your excuses and who's getting results and who's making excuses and who's doing what they're supposed to be doing and who's doing what they're supposed to be doing for their body. As Susan gets really precise with who you are, your environment, your body, what you should be doing in your life, lifestyle, food, sleeping, laying down, stress relieving, working out when you're working out, all of it. And that all ties into how you're going to progress. So just like I always say, I mean, you guys know, I emphasize optimizing thyroid and hormones. Yes, 100%. But you can't do that alone. You have to do everything together. The lifestyle component, the nutrition component, everything has to tie together to make this beautiful symphony to give you results. If you just throw on thyroid hormone medication, listen, I can do that all day long. And you're not gonna see results if you're over here effing off, staying up till 2 a.m. and eating pot stickers, because that seems to be the theme of the week. Everybody's eating these freaking pot stickers. At the same time, just like I always say, you could be doing all the things and your thyroid and hormones are all effed and no doctor is helping you whatsoever. That's not going to work either. So it all has to come together. And Susan and I are going to deep dive in this episode. We're, we're calling some of you out. 
and we're calling out your excuses, but we're going to deep dive into really precision nutrition, precision lifestyle, tying it all together. So enough of me talking, Susan, welcome. This is going to be awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Amy. It's it's actually it's such a pleasure to be here. And I just, I love working with you. Yes. Yeah. We, we talked off camera as to where to start. I want you to tell people kind of what you do. You work with like a really unique platform. You, you've done this to me. You did the whole onboarding. You kind of prototype, stereotype me. I know I'm not saying the right thing, but just start there with what you do with people. So I'm an epigenetic human performance coach, and this is what I tell your patients when they start working with me, that I will be looking at them completely differently from other health coaches mm-hmm. from a very individualized point. So I work with DNA. I am certified to do DNA. I'm a level two appear on Zoe coach. So that's DNA testing. And that's where you get the little cheek swab, send the kid in, and that's your actual DNA. And then what's pretty unique over here in the States is my coaching platform, which is through Precision Health Alliance and the Shea app. And for some people that may be familiar with it, it's based in Australia. It was formerly called PH360. So I am an endorsed PH360 coach, and I found this in 2020, used it on myself and said, oh, this is the last piece of my optimization puzzle, and I need to bring this to my clients. So I've been doing the genetic portion of coaching. I'm also an integrative nutrition health coach, but I've been doing the genetic portion of it since 2019, bringing it to people. So the the DNA is the DNA. Where the Precision Health comes in and the Shea app is that is looking at your phenotype. So you have your DNA creates your genotype. That's what we get our DNA from mom and dad. But DNA it might be expressing, it might not be expressing. We have control over about 95% of how our DNA expresses. And people think that the DNA controls us, but that is not the case. My coaching platform, the Shea app, that actually is looking at your phenotype, how everything is currently expressing and what are the things that your specific, very unique body needs to bring itself into balance. And that's what I do. So I'm one of the only people in the United States that's combining these two together to help my clients reach optimal health. That's so cool. Let's back up to the genetics because so many people, as as you know, when you met me, have done other DNA (laughs) testing, the 23andMe, the DNA company, the blah, 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 whatever. And yeah, number one, sometimes that's not really a, a complete test. So I want to know how your DNA testing appearance is different. And then also kind of expand a little bit more because people freak out when they see their DNA. You got to be careful who you test because they're going to look at that and go, oh my God, I have the BRCA gene. I'm getting breast cancer. That's it. I'm going to go be Angelina Jolie and going to cut off, you know? So yeah, talk to me about those two points. Sure. So they absolutely do freak out. One of the differences with a Puron and why I, I love using a Puron is it's not direct to consumer because information is just information unless you know how to interpret it and implement it, right? So um, that's what I do as a coach. So the, so the one thing is it's, it's not direct to consumer. You have to actually have a coach. Even if you had bought the kit, you still have to have a coach go over it with you before it's released to you. 
what I love about it's a pure on, and I don't diss anybody other's kit and anybody else's kits. So I've gone over your patients, my other clients, uh, other kits. So I can pull information out of there. Absolutely. That can be valuable. But what I love about the Apiron array, it is, it's so vast. When you have 23andMe, 23andMe is going to be based. It's ancestral based. You can run that raw data through different third-party sites to get some of the, the data out that we can use. But a lot of it just is not as comprehensive. And that's what I like about Apirons is it's so comprehensive. I'm just going to give a, a quick example here. There's a very a rare condition, genetic condition, that has to do with cholesterol. A lot of the time we'll, we'll manifest this high cholesterol that's not helped by anything. And it's supposed to be only about 8% of the population. And Lo and behold, this week alone, I've done five DNA reports and four of these people came up with high risk here. And high risk is a pretty high risk in this one. So we, we do blood work. I look at labs to or recommend labs to back things up. But, you know, just things like that. And I have not seen that tested in other kits. And that can be pretty impactful. So what I love about Apiron, again, is just things that are able to be worked with. Because yeah. what's information if you can't do anything with it? That's the whole point. So that's why I'm, I'm an Apiron coach. That's why I love using the panel. And if you have DNA testing done and you're looking at it and you flip out thinking, oh my God, I've, I'm an APOE4. I'm going to have Alzheimer's. I'm going to have this. You have so much control over whether that those genes will express or not. And it comes down to lifestyle. And I will tell you lifestyle-wise, like Amy said, how I met her was through two, two diagnostics. On the side, I do some interpretations for them for their biological age testing. And even people that are on every damn supplement that David Sinclair recommends, yep. and I'm not just David Sinclair, please, right, because right. I'm doing David, I'm, you're cool, but are on all the supplements. I think they're doing all the right foods. I'm still seeing, you know, people with higher biological ages because their their timing could be off. Timing affects your hormones, affects longevity. So it all comes down to lifestyle. If there's something off in your lifestyle, like you said, you can take the meds, but when you're keyed into lifestyle, it's so much easier when you're optimal to in your lifestyle to figure out what you need, whether it's supplements, medication, knowing what's right and what's wrong for you. Yeah. And, you know, for, for us hypothyroid peeps, I was always curious as to whether or not I had the DIO1, DIO2 genetic SNP, because as my listeners know, I'm T3 only. I don't convert. How I figured that out was not from an elevated reverse T3. It was through trial and error. And every time I put in T4, I get worse. I go hypo. So in reading about these SNPs, I thought, well, yeah, for sure. I have one, right? And after getting my DNA done from a very large company here, you're like, yeah, yeah uh, it's not even on there. So <laughs> there's a lot missing. Yeah, we do test for the D101. And and I think this is I think this is really important to say to your people because you know, I have people think that I'm perfect with what I do. No, I am hypothyroid. I have yep. chronic Lyme. I just don't, and I'm autoimmune. I'm celiac. I don't focus on these things because when we focus on everything wrong, we find more wrong and we create more issues. I focus on optimal, but I was so frustrated. So this was a, a year ago spring and my PCP, 
was not working with me. I was so stinking fatigued and I was on T3 and T4, right? I was, I think it was on, um, on armor and I was just miserable. And I was out taking a walk because I was too tired to go to CrossFit. <laughs> and I found your podcast and I listened to where you talked about you with the T3 only. Mm-hmm. And I thought, and you talked about the D101. I hadn't even, honestly, I hadn't even paid attention to that in my own damn DNA. I ran home. I finally got energy enough to run home, ran home, <laughs> pulled up my DNA and found that the D101, which converts our T4, right? Our inactive to the active T3. Yep. I have both variants, which means likely crappy conversion. Mm-hmm. And it, and my reverse T3 was high. Yep. So I went to my PCP who said to me, um, I'm not giving you T3. And I said, but look at my genes. I don't convert. I have, it's, it's manifesting here. It's expressing, I don't convert. And she refused. Um, and it took an act of Congress. And I, I just listened to what you said. So when I met you, I, like I told you, I said, basically you saved me. And so I am also T3 only because of my DNA shows yeah. that I, I just don't convert. Yeah, I want to bring that up because I knew that'd be interesting to the to the hypo peeps out there listening. Yeah, and and DNA, just to be clear here, DNA is pure probabilities and propensities. Okay, so it doesn't mean that because we have an increased propensity for something that it has to happen or will happen, and conversely, the same. Just because we have a low propensity, our lifestyle can change that and make something expressed that we don't want. And the DNA is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any illness. It's to give us information so that we can understand our bodies, how we're created, and how to work with that, how to implement the right things in our lifestyle to get the the good things to express and dial down the things that we don't want expressing. Love it. Love it. Okay, so let's move into lifestyle and... What you see with our patients, what you see working with all your individuals that come to you, how bad is it? You know, let's just, let's take a scenario. You know, you have somebody that comes in and they think they're doing pretty darn well, right? This is the person that's like, well, no, I eat clean. I eat clean. <laughs> <laughs> that's the biggest, that's the biggest thing. I, I, eat get all, I get all excited. <laughs> I'm like, oh, just wait. Yeah, let's pick this apart, shall we? So it's not your, yeah, it's not your donut eating, sheets going, <laughs> McDonald munching kind of person. It's the, it's the person that really makes an effort. They're trying, or in their head, they're they're really trying. And then you get them, and what? Yeah, so they come to me, and you know, when they become a client of mine, and I onboard them uh, onto the onto my platform, right? The, the Shea app, Precision Health. Again, it's Precision Health. We, we start looking at how, again, how they're formed in the womb, predominant germ layers that developed and the predominant hormones that drive them. We look at chronobiology, the timing of everything that nobody talks about. You hear everybody being told to work out first thing in the morning. That's ideal for everybody. Uh, yeah, it's not. For some people, it's actually detrimental. When it comes to the food, you know, what's the saying? One person's food is another person's poison. Absolutely. So I say it's about genetics and not generics. I mean, I coached for five years paleo. I yep. Everybody was paleo because, hey, it's whole food, right? You're not eating the it shit. It is. It's clean. It's clean. <laughs> so it gets rid of all the crap. 
all the inflammatory stuff. Well, when I got on this profile or, or became an endorsed coach with PH, I was blown away that there are actually people that handle dairy really well. There are people that handle grains. Who'd have thought? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'm going to eat crow here. And, but it really showed me how we are also individual with the, our unique needs and what drives us to be optimal and what drives us, period. You have some people that are just so goal-driven, the blinders go on and it's just, they get their goal in, in their mind and they go, 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 go. If I start on food with them, it doesn't matter if we're not calming their central nervous system and they're shutting their brain off because Mm -hmm. they're constantly going so much and they're going to have a need for higher carbohydrates, not a high carb diet, but increased good complex carbohydrates for this heavy brain activity. Again, these were all things that shocked me when I found it, this, this platform, but using this with people and dialing them in on the right timing. Are they eating at the right time? I see so many people eating at bedtime, eating dinner and then having a big snack again. Intermittent fasting when intermittent fasting is not ideal for them because people, it isn't ideal for everybody. Sorry, it, it, it about wrecked me for a year. I And I argued with my coach <laughs> PH that no, I can eat twice a day and be fine. I lost 11 pounds, not eating twice a day anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's even just my own story. But with clients, like some are so afraid to eat a carbohydrate. And I had one man, thyroid issues, blood sugar, big blood sugar issues and cardiovascular issues who was 62 and got him onboarded. We did his DNA, but we got him onboarded onto my platform and he was afraid to eat fruit. And, you know, so he would have a smoothie in the morning on the very specific foods So this platform gives you the list of foods that you should be eating and the reasons why, all based on nutrient density. It's not a food group of, you know, high of of carbohydrates, fats, proteins. It's all based on nutrient density of what your body needs to bring it into balance. And for the first time, by the time he was finished with me in six months, getting his timing right, again, his timing was off. He didn't, he didn't even cook. That's another thing. Everybody's eating out all the time because it's quote convenient, really getting them, you know, eating at home for the, for the most part and planning, mm-hmm. then you're going to have success. And we did that with him. And for the first time in over a decade, his blood sugar came down from over the hundreds to 82. Wow. Uh, and, his, and he had his heart workup done and the, his cardiologist said, wow he was amazed at the difference. So he, uh, his cardiologist was, was just thrilled. Um, his blood sugar is the lowest it had been in 10 years or more. And he felt amazing. It was just like a whole new lease on life for him. And then one of your patients I worked with, she came on and, and did the additional program with me as well. And she could not lose weight to save her life for, I think, wasn't it years, several years she'd been trying. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. And uh, she was going, she was keto. And when we did her DNA, she was an ApoE4. That's a high risk for plaque buildup, cardiovascular, um, but especially the plaque buildup in the brain. And uh, high saturated fat is basically the enemy with ApoE4. And she was eating fat bombs and just tons of saturated fat, worried about eating carbs because it would run her blood sugar up, her blood sugar was elevated. And when she saw her pH profile, her Shea, uh, 
it was recommending more carbohydrates, especially in the form of veggies. She was pretty apprehensive, but it was great about just kind of rolling with it, understanding that these are very specific recommendations for her body and where it is. And by the end of the several months working together with her, she lost quite a bit of weight. She was down into her genes that she hadn't been able to get into, felt amazing. Her blood sugar had evened out, like the, the things that she was afraid of that would jack her sugar up weren't. And it just, again, it was just hugely impactful between that and getting her meds straight, uh, dialing in that lifestyle and the timing of the foods made an incredible difference there. So again, there's two individuals, very different people that had very different needs and were able to bring their bodies more into balance. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so on that, let's 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 do the guy first. So you okay. have a male, and I would look at his labs and say, you know, this guy probably does have to pull back on the carbohydrates if he's diabetic, borderline diabetic, high blood sugar, insulin resistant. So I, I would agree that probably not keto, but we would reel back the carbs. Now. How does that different from what Shay told him to do? Do you think it was his carbohydrate intake higher than like what a, a normal, let's say, nutritionist would look at and say, man, this one's diabetic. We should probably take it down to like 30 or 50 here. And I think it's the, the type of carbohydrates. So when we do to, to do the onboarding with me, it, it takes quite a bit. So it's close to an it's over an hour, anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half. And there's an extensive health questionnaire that goes into it. And it will specifically ask, have you ever been diagnosed? Have you been diagnosed with prediabetes or diabetes? That will be in there. So when we check yes, that goes into this algorithm because this is all AI based, right? 15 layers of science in here goes into this algorithm. And so very specific, the foods that it will recommend, they'll be low glycemic, not necessarily low carb, but low glycemic, meaning they're not going to amp that blood sugar right up, right? Amp that glucose up. And it's also going to be, you know, what are the benefits? What are the nutrient benefits that this is also bringing in? And that's where I think the difference is as opposed to just let's cut all carbs because you could have someone doing under 50 grams of carbs and they're going to do it with a sweet potato. Well, then you're leaving a whole bunch out there left to go. And I can tell you that I've never had anybody unless they insisted on it working with me to count a macro. Again, that comes down to preference. I have had a couple of people that they need to see that. They have to have that in front of them and that's perfectly fine. The beauty of this profile is it also has 25,000 recipes input in there. And the ones that come up for you are only the ones that work for you. And they are also ranked in order of nutrient density. So it's, it's again, it's the, I think the type of the carbohydrates, just the same as proteins and fats. So you'll see some may have higher, be okay with some saturated fats where other health types aren't going to be doing as well with some saturated fats, right? And, and it also, let me, let me explain this too. Also within the profile, we're in there checking, are you looking to lose fat, gain muscle, lose fat and gain muscle, which I typically don't recommend to anybody because I would rather concentrate on one thing or the other and then change it when you hit that goal or maintain. So it's always a way to get to the end and find out what are the things that I need to pay attention to in my life, because it's not just the food that are going to help me with this. 
So it's it's really just the the types of foods and not necessarily the amount of the carbohydrate, but is this something that's going to drive the blood sugar up or is this something that's not going to affect it as much? Okay. So I'm going to use another one that we were talking about the okay. other day. Okay. The, the, the fruitaholic. The, uh, <laughs> and she knows that we love her if she's listening. So <laughs> I was doing, you know, a program that worked for her five years ago. And this particular program also did not count macros, but gave really odd ratios is all I can say. Like you can eat all this fruit, which I'm sorry, folks, fruit is a sugar. Yes, Susan's male client was able to add some fruit, but it didn't mean like cups and cups and fruit <laughs> fruit all day long. Let's clarify okay. that. So yeah, just really abnormal combinations, large amounts of fruit, fat on top of that. So when she actually did track and we looked at it, it was like, almost 200 grams of carbs and almost 150, 170 grams of fat. It was just the, the ratios were crazy. Huh. I, I mean, thankfully she wasn't gaining weight, you know? So we wanted to, we brought her in. She did thyroid hormones first. Let's baby step it. Okay. Continue eating the way you're eating for now. Although I don't think it was that heavy in the fruit in the beginning, but but then, you know, we let her ease into it. And then she felt like, you know, she wanted to take it up a notch and, and work with you and the pH. So we got her into that program kind of, you know, at the same time as she's going through her transformational journey with me. And then that is just taking it to a whole nother level with her getting really precise. Uh -huh. So I, I think she, she is doing the pH, right? If, if not, I think we're going to mandate it. Yeah. <laughs> She has not come aboard yet. Another one did. Another one did this week. Uh, came on the pH train. Who had and this one? That this one I think is going to resonate with most of the audience out there. Okay. Because forty percent of people are going to be non-responders to any type of plan. Okay. Like, like nutrition 40%. plan. You mean? Like yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Or exercise. Right. Hit right. training. Ideal for everybody. Right. Uh, just as, as like a, a paleo isn't ideal for everybody, right? So, right. and uh, as we got to talking, she said, I've been the girl that has been the overweight one. I'm out there. I'm, you know, even when I played sports, I played soccer and I tried everything. Everybody's working out, everybody's losing weight. And here I am. And I, the more I work out, the more I'm gaining. And so I'm listening to this. And then she said, I'm not, this isn't. Oh, how did she put it? I should have written it down. I did write it down and then I probably get rid of it. She said something. This isn't my right for my type, my body type. This isn't for my body. type. And I said, okay, I'm going to stop you there because guess what? It is. I, I, I hadn't even onboarded her yet, but I can tell exactly what her, how she was formed in the womb just right. by, um, you know, face shape, height and weight, like getting a good idea and listening to her. And what she was telling me and how she's built and that body type tends to store mm -hmm. and they're going to, they're, they're going to carry more muscle and they're going to carry more body fat. Mm -hmm. And I told her, I mean, you're going to be more resilient. That's the one thing about this type of, of body is a very resilient body, but it's also prone to the weight gain because you store everything and being told, especially when you're an athlete to eat more and more and more and more. more it's too much. It's just too much for this type. 
And so she thought that's when she thought about all this, because I said, this is exactly what your type is, like how this, how your body works with this. And when we understand, again, how our bodies work, what drives us, it, this is just such a game changer to be able to live authentically, understanding how you are. And so many of us are just living day to day, how we think we're supposed to be and, and not knowing the, the beauty of our creation. Some of, like I said, some of the bigger people, they're your most generous, loving people because they run on prolactin, your nurturing hormone. And they're your, your big teddy bears. The guys are the big teddy bears. The moms, the, the women are like the mama bears. And they're wonderful people. They're going to be more prone to thyroid. I, these are a lot of the people that you see. They're more prone to thyroid, insulin issues, right? Glucose issues, just because of their, you know, how their fat is stored, how their bodies are. And just talking to her about this and letting her understand that I know she's different than she's different. She's yeah. not grouped into something, some group of of people needing all the same thing. And I think that really spoke to her that this is your body type and that's okay. We can work with that because we know. And that's that's where I just think so much of the gold lies here. That's awesome. Now, I, I, I didn't plan on going down this pathway, so you might kill me, but we're gonna go down it anyways. I wanna get into the different types that there are because I find it fascinating and well, a couple of different reasons. Number one, not every patient gets the pH. That's a whole nother level of a program. So I don't want people listening going, well, shit, I want to know what type I am. There are certain traits. I, I, I call Susan the genetic genie when I'm talking about her because she can't, this is what she did to me. She meets me, she talks to me, she gets to know me. You know, I mean, obviously you can see kind of my height and shape and all that. And you can hear how I am. She goes, you're an activator. I'm like a what evader? So you're an activator and you learn this way. And this is, you know, the, the good parts of your day. And this is when you get stressed. And this is, I mean, just all this shit about me that was spot on. That was spot freaking on. Now I did the pH and I am confirmed an activator. So she was yep. correct. But sometimes there are, I mean, there's, listen, there's going to be even people out here, not, not our patients, but people out here going, oh my God, I really want to do this, but you know, can't afford it or whatever. We got to give them some nuggets on what they can do. So let's go through the, let's go just even nuggets to chew on. Let's go through yeah. the different types. Cause I think that they're fascinating. And I think it's fascinating when you kind of explain it, people go, that's me. And then sure. maybe let's go back through the types and say, God, give the activator something they can do to improve their quality of life if someone out there resonates with activator. So let's go. So this is all, again, based on how you're formed in the womb, predominant hormones that drive you. And this is why when I do an onboarding, we do measurements. So we measure things like your skull, your jaw, your hands, your feet. We look at femur length. And this tells us, again, predominant derm layers that developed. This is what helps us understand what drives you. And then again, the other layers of science come in here to create this health type. The health types are based on, if, if people are familiar with endomorph, ectomorph, mesomorph, right? We just give them different names in, in pH and they're, we call them health types. So 
the as as Amy referred to as the activator, and as you, as most people here, Amy and I talk very similarly. We are very direct. <laughs> we <Yeah>. just. We, <laughs> filter right uh and we were exposed to a lot of testosterone in the womb so we're going to have shorter femurs longer torsos but our predominant hormones are noradrenaline and testosterone which makes us more direct we're more action oriented that's what we are made for our number one priority is actually activity movement if we don't move forget it yeah. we have to, right so second priority is food because you have to fuel that movement and uh, that's that's the activator. So the, the true mesomorph, we're going to be your shorter people, typically shorter and more a little more muscular. Okay, so you're a true athlete. And then when I talk about a lot of what I see with Amy is, is a lot of the true endomorphs. These again are your bigger people. Think of the rounder face, and everybody knows these people, and again loves them because they take care of everyone. They are your uber nurturers. And that's your true endomorph. They're going to carry more muscle and more body fat. They It doesn't mean they can't lean out, but they're just going to be bigger. Their bone structure is bigger. Yours and mine, we're tiny. Little hands, little feet, right? Smaller bone structure. They're going to have a, a thicker bone structure. Again, driven by prolactin. That's that nurturing hormone. And they're just wonderful people. They We term them the guardians. Guardians. And right. then you have... You're, you're very, you know, you're, you're very lean people that are the hard gainers, right? That when we hear them come to us, how do I put on muscle? I burn through everything. It, again, if you understand people, because Amy and I are just very, again, action, 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 not so much system and process and cerebral. Right. And so we're like, just get on with it. Just get on with it. Right. This is how those we systems and processes. Who needs right? those? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Let's do it. Tell me what I need to know to put something in action. That's why I'm like, Amy, don't go into too, too much detail with me because you know that's not me, right? <laughs> There's things I can be detailed on, but uh, for the most, the, nobody that knows me out there, I'm a retired police officer. Being that meso body and meso mind of action and quick decisions, right? Think on the fly really well. That was really good for that. So, but other people, very, very cerebral, very system and process oriented. And when you're talking to them, they don't want any bullshit. They're just like, I just want to know what I need to do. What's the system I need to do this? I want everything to be clear and precise. And they're not all fluff. So communicating with them, I understood that. Amy was like, why is this person like this? And, right. and I'm like, why? Very cerebral, just needs to know system and process. And she and I were able to click and work together great. Um, she came on to the pH with me, work together great because I understand how to communicate with her, what her, you know, what her body needs, why she needs it and how she thinks and how she communicates. So, you know, as soon as we meet, she's like, what are we talking about? <laughs> yep. No, I, like, what are we covering today? <laughs> right. Where I have what we call the connector in me, which is a part uh, mesomorph, uh, endomorph. And that's like the puppy dog, um, everybody's friend. We connect everybody's social connection, oxytocin, really important. I have a lot of that in me so I can talk forever. And I love people and I love connection. The, down on the other end of the scale, uh, not so much, just a lot more autonomous. And uh, again, just no fluff, just give me, give me the facts. And again, they're going to, but they're all these bodies are going to require different ways to communicate. They're going to learn in different ways from us. Some of them need to see things visually, try things. Some of them just want to read it, hear it. 
And then you have the, I think two, the two predominant I see with your patients and, and my people, especially females, we term is the diplomat. And that is a combination of the ectomorph, the hard gainer, and this is very cerebral, and the endomorph, your bigger, you think Viking people, right? And that was one of the patients we had. The, that's the first woman I talked about. Yeah. Uh, I call her Xena, my warrior princess, um, because she just she just fit, fit the mold perfectly. Taller, longer hands, bigger hands, bigger feet. Again, very tall. And so their predominant hormone is serotonin. That's a comfort hormone. They do not make decisions quickly. They want all the information you can give as much as you can give it before they make decisions. Working with someone like us, who is very like, we're here now. What do you want to do? Like, are you going to do this? Do it now. <laughs> that urgency, if you place urgency on them, it creates stress. And so when I start talking to someone that I'm that comes on the program with me, or I I can absolutely in my mind think that, oh my gosh, this is who this is. I'm not starting with them on food right away. I want to know what's their surroundings because time and space are so important to them. If there is chaos in their space, whether it's at work, at home, a, a new client I had, personal client this morning, she said she had to quit a job because it was all these deadlines, all this urgency. And I'm like, surprise. Um, it she said it creates so much stress. So you can feed these people all the food you want. But if you don't get these things in check with them, it's not going to matter as much. We want to make sure that we're creating that calm, that peace, their beautiful space around them and working with their time frame for the most part to elicit that comfort. You'd be amazed at when you start feeding them the right foods then at the change you'll see. But starting with that and then bringing for them, and again, these are the biggest non-responders, bringing them in with the right foods at the right time. They're again told, you know, keto, protein, high fat, all of this, and go really low carb. And these are the ones I seem to see most often will tend to do a little bit better. They like their oatmeal in the morning. And some of them, no, but some of them, yes. And again, that's me eating crow. So it, the whole point with all of this is you're going to see some similar characteristics, absolutely. And when people say, well, what about the personality tests? Well, the personality tests are driven by this biology, right? So yep. this is how we're created. But then the environment comes in and also shapes some of that. So some people haven't even been living authentically according to how they're created, but it does play a big part. So I think when you just, when you look at these different health types, you will see similar characteristics like you and I, right? We're different mm -hmm. numbers. We have different, we think differently. You, you definitely are more future focused and detail oriented where I'm more in the moment. And, and reaction. And so even, you know, people in the same health type will have some general same characteristics, but no two people will have the same profile. Like no two people have the same DNA because everything is according to who you are and where you are, even though you're that same health type. Just this can go way beyond your health. It can actually go into your oh. inner relations, like with your friends, with your family, with your spouse, with your coworkers, with your team. Yeah. Well, you think about it when you, you know, when you and I communicate, it's typically, um, unless we really have something to say where we vent because we have to, with who we are, we have to, activators have to vent, right. um, but typically we get the facts across, we're done. Yeah. And, and that's how we communicate. And if, if you get me at a busy time, I'm one or two word text. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. 
And I have, I have a friend here who became a PH coach after working with me. And she said, I don't get insulted anymore. <laughs> I think you were back two word text. And now I'm like, oh, she's just busy because I always have things to do, right? right. And then I tend to get wordy, more wordy when I'm done work. When yes. I my brains turn off, then I get wordier. And so she's like, I had to learn how to not take that personally because I always thought you were pissed off at me. <laughs> because yep. you were like, yes, no. And I'm like, what's wrong with me? Nothing. This is now she sees this is how I am. And I understand that she she's a connector, type, right? Actually, I, I swear she's got a connector brain. I would swear that, but she is she was a diplomat that that her body actually is uh sensor. And um, but with a very action like activator connectory brain so she was taking it personally and so her understanding that again it's just your whole relationships change when you understand how you are and what your strengths are because even with our our strength of being you know action oriented and getting results for people because that's what drives us we want to get results for people understanding that in relationships might not might not be the best to go off on someone and be a pit viper <laughs> unless they understand that okay you're a pit viper and I'm not going to take it personally but to st- you know sit and think I, I tell everybody check yourself before you wreck yourself sit and think on it like I don't have to react this way I can sit and think on it shocks people but <laughs> but that's part that I knew that was something that was a part of me that I needed to dial back a bit because it wasn't healthy in relationships so when I work with couples, cause I work with, I love working with couples. I don't care how long they've been together. I worked with a couple uh, together for 40 years in their sixties, their whole relationship changed. They wow. were like scowling at each other in the beginning. And then it was like intimacy came back they because understood. they understood. Yeah. yeah. He was a guardian who needed love and affection. And she's a, she was a very sensory diplomat, very autonomous. Wasn't, isn't just the touchy feely type. So to her, he was needy to him. She was like, not interested. And so them giving each other the time they needed her time, her, her own time, and then allowing him to be, you know, affectionate and caring and not pushing him away when he wanted to just, you know, give her a hug and stuff, or just be just to cuddle on the couch, game changer. So all of it, like you said, it goes deeper. I also do corporate. There's, you, uh, this yeah. is all corporate, yes. corporate wellness. And so we see how with our team, how it can make a difference. There's just so many ways that you can use this, how any way we can understand how we are created, how others are created and how to work together so that we can all be optimal in all ways. It's it's, it's just transformed my whole life. I even know certain types that I won't date. (laughs) (laughs) And this could be just for the ladies, all the single ladies out there. I'm not going to break into Beyonce, but it could be. All right, so now- Go back through and hit each one again and tell people something because you're going to leave them hanging. They're going to be, they're going to have FOMO. It's going to be, I'll I'll get blasted with emails. Like, why didn't you give us a take-home message? So isn't there something that permeates each type that we can say? Like for us activators, you always tell me when you get stressed, lay down in a flat position do this at any point of time in the day for like five minutes and breathe. So yeah, that's what I do. I text Amy. I say, okay, stop. <laughs> Just stop. Take some time for you because we are created for action. And again, running on the noradrenaline, testosterone, we are go, go, go. We are so prone to burnout because we don't stop. 
And that's yeah. a, a key key that when I'm working with someone that is an, an activator health type, that's what we work with is, is uh, we want to make sure that play hard, work hard, but rest hard, take breaks in the day, lay flat on your back, put those legs up, reset those adrenals for 15 minutes, game changer. Your, let's see, the crusader, it... <laughs> For them, it's just, I have them plan things out. And if you can give them anything on a spreadsheet, they freaking love spreadsheets. That's their jam because it's data. They have their data planned out. They can look at it, see what they need to do. I have my crusader guys. They'll they'll send me a, a, a spreadsheet, which is my personal hell because it's too much data. And, and uh, but they'll send me a spreadsheet of I had one uh, every supplement he's on when he started it why he started it how much it, how much he's using of it and all the results he's seeing or not like all this detail and I was like oh my gosh but he needs that because his purpose he needs a purpose and he has to have the goal to set and he's on his way so for them again it's um, have them them have their goals in mind my diplomats again time and space in their things in their time. And I want to make sure I'm not creating any more chaos. So I really, there's so much information, whether it's doing the DNA, doing my uh, pH profile or using the two together, they will get, oh, they will get the analysis paralysis. So much overwhelm. Uh, and that's what I hear from like, this is overwhelming. And so I really have to break down this profile little by little for them so that they can have their details and make their plan and understand it, but meet them where they are and not have that sense of urgency that I personally have, but to meet them where they are there. Diplomats, oh, I just love them. They're like every one of the diplomats I work with, they, they you know, think of you as family and they need more support. So I may check in with them a little bit more often or have them check in with me more often. And I will expect to see them messaging on my body site more often, uh, needing support, having questions, because again, you're the lifeline. You, you know, we, yep. this team, again, team, think team with them. Yep. You know, they need us. They need all of us. So they may seem, and I don't want to say needy at all because it's not, but they will also, if you, they want to hear about you too. And that's the cool thing. If you tell them a little bit about your day, that helps them make you feel a little more connected. I, they're just a joy to work with. Mm-hmm. The connector, given, <laughs> I have to usually go, uh-oh, when I see someone in my private practice that I'm working with, that's a connector or a guardian. I always make sure I don't schedule anyone right after because it always <laughs> runs over. <laughs> <laughs> because I told you I have a lot of connector in me and we can talk, right? They like to, to go. And when you say, how are you doing? That's the first 30 minutes is all of that. And, but they're fun, right? But they're all over the place. So it's like, all right, bring you in, let's focus. So the big thing for them, of course, also is mind, bring them into the focus. The sensor type, again, just give me the, give me the facts, Jack. <laughs> you have your ducks in a row about what you're going to cover with them. You know, not, not a lot of fluff, but yet, and you have to take time to build trust with them. So, you know, just take the time with them, make sure you have your system and process in order, allow them to have theirs, because when they understand that and you work with them and build that trust, again, they're, they're just great to work with. They're the ones, those and the crusaders are always the ones that come back at the next session. And it's like, so did you do this? Yep. Already did that. And now I did this and this and this. And they're like, 
all right, see you in three weeks. <laughs> yeah. So everybody's so different. And and again, I, I find joy in working with each one in different ways because I understand them. And it's it's helped me like the the crusaders, diplomat, uh, some of the diplomats and censors have helped me get a little more detail oriented and and slow down. I love having them as friends. They slow my ass down. You get together with a lot of my friends are activators. It's like, what are we going to do now? And then by the end of the weekend, everybody's like tanked. Yeah, it's it's um, they're the little little things of gold uh, with the different health types. And, and that's the fun. I brought a client on playing pickleball and, you know, we we got to talking about what I did. She heard, overheard me and I had her pegged like nobody's business, but she said, she goes, I got to think about this, which I knew she'd have to think about it. She was a diplomat. And she said, and I said, well, I don't know. I, you might be this type. And I usually, you know, just have fun with the, with the typing because it is a very serious thing when you, you want to make sure it's the accurate type when you're onboarding somebody, but it's, it's just fun stuff to, to talk with, talk about. And she was like, all right, I need to do this just because I need to find out, I need to find out about me and, and, all, and, and everything else. And, and the fun thing with her was she had ended a relationship with her girlfriend and I ran into her. Oh no, it was a session. We had a session a few weeks later, she had moved back in and they were having fun now understanding that her having to have her special place for her pickleball equipment and not have her girlfriend put her stuff there too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they have to have their place. The diplomats joking now that she sees this is her biology. She has to have her specific space brought them back together as a couple. Oh my Under- God. Learning how to understand her that wow. if she's not being a bitch, this is just who she is and why it creates it, it like that just created chaos for her. It created stress for her and she would take it out on her girlfriend. And when they learn to work together with it and they joke about it, that it's my biology, it changed the dynamic. So yeah. again, it's, I see just so many different things with it. And then seeing it with um, healing the body, I can tell you for me again, having, you know, the issues that I have, I, I I'm going to be 58 in a couple months. God help me. But I knew that when something was off, it was not my lifestyle. And it allowed me to just focus in on getting my thyroid and my hormones optimized because everything else I had dialed in. So it wasn't a question for me. So when you dial in exactly what you should be doing, the rest of it is so much easier to fall into place than throwing that pasta against the wall and seeing what the hell sticks. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it takes another level of commitment. I mean, that's why we don't start every patient on this, mm-hmm. at least not now, because it's, it's a lot. My God, we throw so much at them at the beginning already, <laughs> like oh. have them measuring their fingers and toes and all that. I don't know, but, but, but it has such a place. And that's why, you know, some people through their program, especially when they're stuck, they just yep. have to take this next step because I mean, let's face it, you know, some people, do you have to do this to get results? No, of course not. Some people can change their diet and they're like, oh my God, everything has changed in my life. I mean, yeah, absolutely. We we balance our thyroid hormones, change things up just a little bit and miracles happen. And then there are the people who don't. And then there are the people that we are like, what in the actual, the, all of their labs look perfect. Like yeah. this isn't making sense. They're lifting heavy shit. They're 
they say they're eating clean, but no, really like they're, they're eating well, you know, it just doesn't make sense. And that, at that point, when you're banging your head against the wall, you got to, we got to go deeper. We got to get into this. And then a couple of your people that I've gotten are more biohacker types that yes, they've got their issues they're dealing with, or they wouldn't be with you to begin with. Right. But otherwise, you know, generally feel good, but they want to know, I just, I want to feel amazing. And what's an extra step that I can take to feel that way. So I do get people that, that feel, you know, that feel really good, but what are they missing? Right. Because is there something that can help me live an even better quality of life? Because that's what it's about. It's not just about let's get everything balanced and feel okay. We should all, we all have the ability to feel amazing when you feed the body, the mind, the soul, the things that it uniquely requires. And when we can get that together, it creates a quality of life that's unsurpassed. Really, our mind is our limitation. And we spend so much money on what the, the medical system that basically keeps us sick, like what I went through just in tears for a year and a half, having everything dialed in and saying, why do I still feel like shit? And understanding how, how I was created, how that you know made the difference in my, the needs that my body had. When you feel amazing, there's nothing that there's no, no better feeling than that. So whether you're somebody feeling good and wanting to be optimal or somebody that has tried every freaking thing under the sun and nothing sticks, that's where I come in. Yeah. yeah. You make that difference. And yeah. the people that, if you follow it and do you have to follow it a hundred percent? No. Do I a hundred percent? No, I'm pretty close. But if you work with it, it, it is a game changer and you will see results. If you yeah. want to make excuses, you're not going to get results. And that's the thing. You can have excuses and results You're and they run parallel. They don't meet. So yeah. you can keep up with your excuses. You can have all the tools in front of you and get results or not. Your choice. Every choice you make is doing something with your DNA. So every choice you make is taking you. And I just said this to one of your patients today. It's either taking you in the direction of healing and optimization or it's contributing to the issues you have going on. Which one do you want? Yep. Yeah. And you have to lay it out because we can't just say, you know, the excuses are, oh, I just don't feel like going to the gym. I mean, we're not talking about the 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 excuses that we all come up with when we don't want to do something. We're talking about the excuses of... Uh, you're, you you really think that you're doing the right thing. You know, you really think like, it, you just like the, the patient I talked about that isn't yet in pH, but maybe she'll get there. She did, when we had the talk about her abundant fruit and, and high <laughs> fat and high fruit, she did take it in. Like she was very like, ah, now I am absorbing the information. It's making sense. Now you can probably type her after I say this, right? It's making sense now. I never heard it that way before. Okay. And she's ready to move forward, right? But she needed the data explained and then took it in and digested that. And so it, it's not it, what Susan and I are really talking about excuse versus results. It's the people that are just stuck in their ways. It's the, it's the people that like, what if she were to say, well, no, this worked five years ago. So I'm just going to keep doing it. Like that, that is insanity actually to keep doing the same thing expecting different results the the excuses susan's talking about are your and let's touch on it really quickly before we go are your intermittent fasting freaks 
nope, I am going to eat one time a day or twice a day and that's it because it worked for me back in 1999. And I know it's gonna, not really, it didn't even go back that far, but <laughs> you know, it's, it's the intermittent fasters that will not break it. They won't eat more than once or twice a day. I mean, they are stuck in their biohacking ways. Somebody on another podcast said this was the thing to do. Yep. And that's the thing. There's so much information out there that that's why they're trying everything. And that's why I say like genetics or generics, right? You try what worked for one expert doesn't mean it's going to work for your body. And, and I, yeah, the, the thing with the intermittent fasting I see too, is they'll pick that window to eat and then they eat crap in that window and go, so why do I feel like crap? Because you're eating junk in that window. And one, so another one of your patients, and he was a male, he is a male, sorry, he is a male, and an elder gentleman, and he came on from with me for the pH. Mm-hmm. I actually, he did both with me. He did the, the DNA and the pH. And he said to me in the very first meeting we had, he said, I've been intermittent fasting and keto for like 10 years, and I'm not going to change, Susan. And I said, okay, well, we'll see what comes up on your profile. Right. He comes up as a crusader and needs some more complex carbohydrates. And the one thing he was telling me is that he can't get rid of this bit of belly fat in the middle. And I said, well, interestingly enough, that's where yours goes, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and your body fat is going to go to that area because they, they tend to be leaner. So he looked at the profile and he's, and you know, he was adamant he was going to change. wasn't going to change anything. So we have had a couple sessions since then. And he actually started adding some carbohydrates in that seemed to work for him. He added more meal because he was only eating, I think, two times a day or so, which they need a little bit more frequent meals because they burn so much. And he's hugely active for his age. For any age, he's hugely active. He actually was getting really good results and just kind of surprised. So when someone's, I don't want to work with people who stay in their zone of, I'm not trying something. I love the people that say, this is new because I promise you it's nothing like you have ever seen before or done before. And to be able to just come out of that zone and say, all right, I'm going to try whatever, you know, what the recommendations are, get the times to sleep and, you know, sleep and wake up times to work out, get the stuff dialed in, get your food timing dialed in all of this. It's just so fun to see the changes that occur in people. And sometimes the shock. Yeah. (laughs) chuckle because it's yeah. it's just yeah what I've been seeing over the years. Yeah, no, no doubt. I I, I think it'd be fun to learn that you could eat oatmeal, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> like you said, yeah. some people can because right. I, I would have to eat crow too. I have seen in the majority of women, and especially coming from the bodybuilding background that I came from, where oatmeal was a staple, you know, everyone ate oatmeal because it was fat-free. So <laughs> And then, you know, you see, I saw these competitors come out of the show and then they continue to eat oatmeal thinking that's going to keep them maybe from putting on the 30 pounds that you gain after a show. And, <laughs> and their body hates it. It's like women's body tends to hate oatmeal. I mean, yeah, it's a grain, but it's something about it. And that's why I think that we crave it because it's more comforting than and heavy then probably something we should be eating every day as a diet food. But yeah, I would have to eat crow if you told me that I could eat oatmeal because I wouldn't. And you know, what's, what's interesting, I can't do grains and that's a glutamate sensitivity. And that's the, that's the other thing that we see that I don't see in other tests is, is glutamate in DNA testing. 
that's a, a very real thing. Some glutamate sensitivity with people uh, and the histamine. Um, again, we go more in depth into that in, with my DNA testing. And those were two things that I had no idea about. And that was why, you know, one of the reasons that even just non-gluten grains wreck me. And uh, I just, this week, I have been able to, and again, this comes with healing, right? Because when people see you, they're not, the gut a lot of time is jacked up and everything. But when we get things healed, I have been able to reintroduce wild rice, which is a grass, actually. I've enjoyed wild rice for three days, small portion at lunch after training. And I don't have the bloat. I don't have any issues with it. And it's like, again, it's nice where sometimes we can bring some of these things in that I swore I could never go near before or wouldn't because I was afraid of whatever. Just when our body gets optimal, there's there's things we can handle. It was on my pH list, highly ranked for three, almost three years now. And I was like, no, I can't do this. And I thought, bite the bullet and just on training days, but it's it's just a little variety for me. and. Just really, you know, you can make it fun. And I love the recipes. It makes it a no-brainer to just pull up a recipe up for everything. There's a, people are all about detoxes, generic detoxes. Again, what does your body need? So pH even has a detox that is specific, not only to the health type of the person, but then it further goes into to that specific person's body. What is the ideal type of detox for you? And what you need. So again, personalized health. This is what everything is about now. You personalize their their medications, their thyroid according to what they need, and I just personalize lifestyle. Yep. So that's exactly. why that's why a good team. Teamwork makes the dream work. I love it. I love it. All right. So now you know we got to end the way that we all end of you telling people where they can find you. Now, of course, our patients can find you with us. So if yeah. there's anybody out there that work with Susan and now you want to upgrade to the PhD 60, or maybe you're with another health coach and you're like, what is this PhD 60? Just reach out to us and we'll explain it, go over the pricing and all that. It, it is a, it, I mean, it's a, it's an added service because it's so intense. Like it's freaking intense. Like you meet with them, how many, like every other week? Yeah. So I do typically, and again, it's client driven. I like to see people at least every two weeks in the beginning, we get them onboarded. And then again, up to them. Some people want to sit on it. Others is like, no, I'm going to start now. So we do the onboarding process. And then I give them one to two weeks to sit with it. Just, just navigate around. And then uh, I like the first two sessions are, are an hour. This is your patients. First two sessions are one hour. I like those about two weeks apart. And then we go to 33, 30 minute sessions. And those are, they can stay the, the, two, the same two weeks apart. Uh, some people like to be get into a groove a little bit more with the goal that they've chosen to work on for those couple of weeks, and they might go three weeks. So it's really, again, just client driven or if someone needs support before then, I'm available to them for this, just like I am, you know, just as your, as your coach anyway. My personal clients, it's six coaching sessions or 12 coaching sessions and personal, like uh, for, for you, I do either or my personal coaching, because I am all about optimal, it, that's um, six sessions or 12 sessions based and three panels of DNA. Yeah. So that's how that differs. Generally, it's an intense three program, basically. Yeah. 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 
It is because you got, I mean, you're going to do the work, but the beauty is it's laid out for you and we work through it and I support you. And so you're not doing it alone. I'm like, okay, you sensory people. If you want to do it alone, do it alone. But <laughs> Right. You got to give them that. Right. <laughs> right, right. You, you've got support. And I, and I just try to make it fun for those who like fun because doing this shouldn't be something that sucks. Being healthy shouldn't be something that sucks or taxing. And I try to make it fun learning about you, learning how you're created, the fun things about you and the not so fun things that, oops, got to work on that. How to reach me, my website, now pay attention to this. It's Healthy Awakening. There's no S. You get one awakening, not two people. Uh, but it's, <laughs> I like it's that. healthyawakening.co. Okay. Dot com was taken. We got this one from Columbia. I thought it would be fun because I'm half Colombian and everybody thinks it's a typo. So I probably don't get half the emails I should, but healthyawakening.co is my website. And then my Instagram handle is Susan Robbins underscore epigenetic coach. I'm also on Facebook and you can contact me through my website, through Facebook, email, any way you like. And there's also a phone number to reach out to me as well. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, Susan, for your time, for your knowledge. I'm pumped that we finally got you on here. So amazing, amazing. And we will have all of her links in the show notes. All right, everyone. Take care. Thank you. Thank you so much, Amy.